In this episode of the Jolted EV podcast, we look at current car infotainment systems and some disruptors that may come about in the future. Hello and welcome to the sixth episode of the Jolted EV podcast. I'm Christian Miles. I'm Callum Martin. And today we're talking about uh, infotainment systems and challenges to the EV market. Mm. Uh, yeah, very <laughs> interesting. Very... And actually, we're going to throw in a little bit of lockdown madness as well, just because today is the day we've heard about Mr. Bozo, Bo- Bojo, Boris Johnson, Boris Johnson uh, telling us that we are finally seeing a path out of do, all of this do, nonsense do. which <laughs> yay <laughs> we're all we're all very happy yep. about that obviously uh, and we really hope that he keeps to his word yep. uh, although his word is flaky enough for him to get out of i realize but yeah it's it's a start and we're all very excited by it let's not put yep. it down uh so but first let's uh let's talk about uh infotainment systems yes. and uh the range of yeah come on, so... come on give us something you know, I was just looking the other day at, at you know, the range of infotainment systems that, that are out there at the minute. Now, you look at the big companies like Volkswagen, you know, the old timers, Volkswagen, BMW, Mercedes, Audi, uh, and they're just uninspiring. I mean, if you look at the, you know, the Volkswagen, uh, they call it the Discover Navigation System, which it confused me. I was like, OK, is that an infotainment system or is that just, just the sat nav? But no, it's the, it's the whole thing. Discover navigation system. <laughs> okay. And they do it really strangely, actually, with the Volkswagen. So they go sort of, there's a real divide between lower end cars and upper end cars. Um, so they'll have like, mm. so like in the lower end cars, you'll have like a six inch display. It'll be like really basic 2D navigation. Uh, you know, you get your basic controls. You get, you get an AUX if you're lucky. Uh, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> <Orcs out. laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, and then they sort of step it up to the like so so um and you also can't get apple carplay on some of the lower levels i believe so they'll just they completely mm. restrict the lower level i guess it's to reduce cost and you know that's their that's their target market so um why not but uh as you go up the range you get you know a nine inch display which is better and in keeping more with the with the modern look and i imagine the id3 as well will have a a lot better display on there um or at least the nine inch, uh, the nine inch display with the apple carplay and everything else which is great um mm-hmm. so yeah you go from this discover navigation system to then this discover nav pro which is then just larger display you actually get oh i know pro <laughs> instead of the light pro. the light version <laughs> um remember they used to do that on phone apps they used to go light and then and then uh, you'd like get like a load of ads Stuff. <laughs> yep. In-app purchase for <laughs> yeah, pro. Exactly, like, yeah. Yes, ah. give it to yeah, me. Yeah, you're killing me. Stop these <laughs> stupid adverts once and yeah. for all. It's clever marketing. <laughs> it? Um, it is. It, absolutely. But yeah. So, you know, the pro has more of the voice control, larger displays, more pl- playback formats. You know, you might get a USB if you're lucky on the pro. Um, but yeah, Volkswagen mm. really. Um, you know, it's a it's a it's a budget a budget um, brand really, unless you go for the you know the more top markets like the tiguans and, and things like that which are a bit more mm-hmm. higher cost and then moving on to you know something that would be considered should be considered as more of a premium car is the bmw i drive now i know i know you drive a bmw christian and uh you know the newer bmws oh, as well sense. yeah <laughs> the new bmw as well <laughs> they bought out this new operating system ios 7 um and oh, I, don't, I don't know what year did that come in i don't know to be honest it's apparently it's the yeah. newest one it may, it may be on yours because your yours is pretty new. So, um, well, I've got I've got the iDrive, yeah, which is diabolical. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard. 
genuinely, yeah. I, I, I don't like anything about <laughs> it. And uh, they gave me a bunch of uh, sort of freebies for a period of time, like subscription fee freebies. Right. Like the connected... Which I never really like the connected used. internet, connected drive, or whatever they call it. Yeah. Connected drive, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they gave me connected drive and a bunch of other stuff. And I was like, ah, oh, that's great. I'll use that lots. And I didn't, obviously. Yeah. Um, there's not very often that I need to lock my car from <laughs> five miles away because I've forgotten, you know. We're, we're locked down, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, uh, for one. And uh, secondly, it's uh, and and this is what really in, intrigued me. You can turn on the aircon, mm. okay. So when you're in your house, oh, you, you can, can warm it you up. Can bring stuff. up your phone up. No, you can't warm it up. <sighs> you can only cool it down. <laughs> well, well uh, you can all you can do is put a slight air of ventilation in there <laughs> because uh, well, presumably it's a battery issue, right? Uh, but yeah, no. So you can you can say on oh, there, yeah, ventilate the car, and so you say okay, yeah, ventilate the car, and you go in there ten minutes later, and if it's baking hot, <laughs> it's still baking hot inside. Right. <laughs> so it was it was for absolutely nothing whatsoever. <laughs> uh, and but what one thing that really bugged me actually was the only thing that I did use was some of the connected features, mm. uh, you know, searching for various things and so on and so forth. And I didn't realize that once that subscription ran out, I'd lose all of that. <sighs> Because I saw that as being a, an integral <laughs> part of the sat-nav. Like, it's just normal. Like, why wouldn't you have that feature built mm. in? And it's like, no, no, no. You've got to pay an extra 150 quid or something per year for that. Uh, nah. I, you know, I already hated this mm. car. I now hate it even more. <laughs> like, so what do you think to the... Have you got the My BMW app? Is that what you're referring to? Yeah. Yes. What's yeah. that like? Uh, the app's okay. A little bit clunky. Um, yeah. In app in app purchases in there is impossible, right, basically. Right. Um, you know, the the user experience is the problem. Yeah. Like, you know, the, there's no one I don't think in BMW, or perhaps they're, they're just typically German. Yeah. I, I don't know, but either way, the user experience is really, really difficult, mm-hmm. and you kind of just want to go on there and be presented with all the options and say, yeah, okay, I'll have that, I'll have that, I'll have mm-hmm. that, great, mm-hmm. brilliant. Now go mm-hmm. away. And actually, instead, what you get is here's all of the the gumph mm-hmm. and all the information. And then we'll take you to somewhere where we'll tell you what you do and you don't have. And then we'll give you a list of things that are available. <laughs> and it's like, okay, cool. Now can I have it? And it's like, no, now you need to open up a website. <laughs> and I'm like, right, okay. So it's lost me. Yeah. You know, like Can't immediately I'm lost. Yeah. Can't be bothered. Yeah, totally. It's not worth the extra 20 seconds it takes me to type in yeah. something rather than just search for it. Um, and so, so it's all right, but it's not great. Mm. Um, they 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 have integrations in there as well for things like calendar, right? So you can integrate your calendar onto the iDrive, so that if you put the address in to your calendar and sync it with the phone, mm. the car will then once you get into the car, it will say, "Ah, do you want to go here?" Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It doesn't really work. No. It sounds amazing, yeah. <laughs> I know. And the problem is, I've got several calendars. I don't just have one calendar. Right. And it does not like that at all. Uh, and, and it's probably just me treating it with the BMW disdain I have for yeah. it. Uh, you know, not, not giving it enough time. Mm. Uh, and I have no doubt there'll be someone out there tells me, ah, you just listen to yeah, it yeah. and off you go. But yeah, it's, it, the problem is, it's not intuitive no. enough. The user experience is poor. Mm-hmm. So... Sorry, BMW, but that's my view. What do you think to the look of it? Because I quite like the look. I like yeah. the look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks mm. great. And the other thing I would say is uh, because I know this is a bugbear for a lot of people in a lot of cars, 
it doesn't ever really slow down, mm. doesn't glitch, doesn't stop, turns on very quickly. You know, so again, typically German, yeah. it works well, mm-hmm. but it the experience is terrible. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. so you, it, I I I don't I can't think of a time ever where I've had to wait for it to do something. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's there it's available you can use it it's just next to impossible to use. does it have carplay no. no no but i think that is an option right right you have to pay for it i think so right. yeah yeah I've, I've i've never wanted it really. no no um but I, I and i can get why some people do yeah that. yeah um yeah, the Mercedes car plays brilliant mm. um because i don't really like the mercedes is it called command uh, what their whole system, or just the yeah. it's MBUX now they've called it Mercedes Benz User Experience. Oh, yeah. Ah, interesting. Mm. Well, it, I think it used to be called Command, right? Um, and that was pretty poor, but they did have CarPlay, mm-hmm. which made it actually quite decent. Yeah, that's what a lot of the budget um, cars do. I know, you know, Nissan and and people like that. They all do that because it's just and it makes sense to be honest. Yeah, you, know, you don't have to put a lot of time and effort and research into. OS, let Apple do it. Um, you know, it saves us costs on having, you know, they could probably reduce the hardware and everything else at the car. So, um, mm, you know, mm. CarPlay is revolutionary for, for a lot of people. I would love to see an Apple OS, though, but perhaps we will see that soon. Oh, wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> wouldn't it? I mean, genuinely amazing. It would be the best. And, oh, of course it would. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's just no, there's no doubt here. No. I I can't see Apple doing it unless they can have full control over that that entire sort of experience. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's just Apple through and through, isn't it? They if they it, yeah. the way I see it, an Apple OS will only ever be in an Apple car. So if they do an Apple car, they'll be an Apple OS. If not, absolutely, I don't think so. Yeah, I, th- I think you're totally right. Mm. Or there'll be a third party dongle hardware device. Yeah, yeah, well, that will take over or something. Yeah, it has to be in but, control of everything. Yeah. <laughs> yes yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. Because, and but again that's down to the apple experience yeah the reason that android can sometimes be quite buggy mm-hmm. is because they're they're having to accommodate everything and everyone mm-hmm. yeah uh, which is difficult mm-hmm. definitely so yeah okay so so well actually speaking of android automotive yeah do you have anything on yeah that? so well i was looking at the polestar then so you know mm. I, was, I was getting into it and i was like oh Polestar. Yeah, I love the Polestar anyway. I love the look of it, love the performance of it, look yep. love everything about it. But the Android Automotive is one of the most talked about things about the Polestar. You know, you take all those yes. things away and it's just like uh, everyone's talking about Android Automotive. And, uh, you know, I believe they'll be the first car to have it on. Um, there are now mm-hmm. with the cars, obviously, in the queue to, to uh, in the long queue of getting Android Automotive on it. And it looks absolutely phenomenal. And it brings you into that Google ecosystem. Now, I'm a fan of that. Some people mm. are not a fan of that. I don't know whether you are. Um, we've had conversations about this before, and I know you're on the... Yeah, I don't know whether I am. Yeah. 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 Very much on the fence. Mm. Yeah, but I, I can just imagine now. It, it just feels like we're at the very beginning of what they could do with Android Automotive. And we know Google, you know, they'll utilize all your data and stuff like that. And if you're comfortable with that, you can get a great experience. Um, mm. And that's what mm. I'm most excited about. With Android. At the cost of your soul. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they own your soul, but uh, but it's easy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. It's fine. yeah, but I think that, that and that's that's the key into people's soul, though, isn't it? Is make it yeah. easy for them, save them time, yeah. and they'll give you 
whatever you like. <laughs> Literally, whatever you want, they will give to you. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I'm not uh, any different to anyone else in that regard. No. Like, I'll do the same thing. <laughs> Sean says to me, "Just sign here. I'll make it easier for you." Yeah, yeah. okay, fine. Well, yeah, uh, sign. Uh, what am I signing? Yeah, especially exactly. if what, what comes before that is a two-page essay on the, you know, the terms and conditions. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, what you're actually signing, Mister Miles, is your life away. <laughs> Ah, like, oh, right. Only that. Okay. <laughs> Easy enough. Uh, There's actually a South Park episode where Apple do that, and they put like a little note at the bottom every time you get an app, and they were like literally just selling yeah. pieces of their life away, like over there. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. But uh, I look. I, and we're talking jest, obviously, yeah, but being serious, uh, Google, I'm sure, have a, a bigger plan. There's no mm-hmm. doubt. They, they, they want to be around for the long term, yeah. and for the, you know, they're not looking at destroying people's no. lives, really, of no. course. Uh, but it did. I, I, I think in that regard, I'm a bit of a luddite. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of, I don't want to get. I love technology, but I don't want to get too technical. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know that sounds like a, a massive oxymoron. I don't quite know how that really works. There's a real, <laughs> yeah, there's a juxtaposition there. Uh, I get it. Um, but I'm I'm a massive technophile. Mm. You know, I love love technology, love learning about new things, um, particularly in that space. But if someone says to me, oh, "Are you going to buy one?" Mm. then I'm like, "Yeah, I might, but only to test it. Mm. I think I probably won't mm. use it, or, or I'll send it back, or yeah. whatever." Um, and and maybe that's just my natural distrust. Mm. Uh, maybe for corporates, I, I don't really <laughs> know because. I'm not. You know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist no. at all. I don't really care mm. uh, in that regard. I just I'm protective over mm-hmm. my own data. I think mm-hmm. more than anything else. Yeah. But uh, anyway. But yeah. No. And Android Automotive. Uh, it's not going to take over your world, but it might actually make your yeah. life a bit easier, particularly in the EV mm. sector. And also, when you're thinking, uh, you know, when you're thinking at like EV, you know, EVs and EVs seem to be leading the way for driving. I don't think you're ever going to see internal combustion self-driving. I don't know. Maybe unless mm. unless someone well, develops maybe. one. I don't. I, it would be pointless. But. You can mm. put on the internal combustion, and and you know you can just do it like the uh, is it Waymo that um, that Google are creating? Yeah, yeah, they've created more of a device yeah, than a car, yeah. which is interesting. But anyway, so yeah, and, and I think as well, you know, with with that and the living room experience that everyone you know that we talk about a lot on the podcast with Android, you know, they've already got that infrastructure mm-hmm. there, Google Play Store and everything else. Um, we've obviously, and we'll move on mm. to Tesla in a minute, but. Tesla are starting to bring games and things into their into their cars. Google, you know, anything that has got a Google mm. and you know an Android device in it can do that from day one. Yeah, out of the box. So out of the box. Um, yeah. You know, everything that Tesla's doing to do that, they're catching up with Android in the OS space. So yeah, it's, it, I think it's a great choice for for OEMs. What and and will they ever? I catch don't know. Up? I mean, Android have got a massive yeah, Fully. but Android have got a massive head start. So yeah. Well, it's huge. I mean, the App Store is, well, the Google Play Store is mm-hmm. is massive, mm-hmm. let's face it. Uh, and you have immediate compatibility yep. out of the box. But you also have a massive audience there because you're not just catering for vehicles. It's also mm-hmm. phones and tablets and everything else. No, so Tesla no. just can't compete, surely. No. Not, not in that I wouldn't idea. have thought so. I wouldn't no. have thought so. But yeah, moving on yeah. to the Tesla, I mean, so Tesla were really... I don't want to say they were the first one to bring in big displays because I think I think Volvo and a couple of other companies did that, but 
Tesla seems to be taking it to that next level now. You know, seventeen inch display in the in the in the Model S Plaid, which is crazy, <laughs> and it looks massive as well. Uh, you know, I think I think yeah, they're really and it's and it's also now utilizing that display in a different way. So like you know, with a possible drive shifter, that's interesting. You know, with with a potential gear shifter on the on the display with the with the Model S Plaid. So well, do we know any more? Obviously, this? about that. You know that they were going to do a. Um, you know, a gear shift on the display um, and saying that, that mm-hmm. yeah, you know, obviously the gear shifter would be AI driven and it would understand the obstacles around you, but the gear shifter would be on the display. Yeah. Now I don't know whether that's official. He's only, obviously he's only tweeted that, but that seems to be the, uh, the vision. Wow. Okay. And, and so the, the actual display itself, is it, this is one thing actually that mm. I'm not sure mm. of entirely. Is is the so is the infotainment system part of the mm. the dashboard? I I mean, obviously they communicate with each other because they can send mm. packages from one to the other, and so on and so forth. You can get a map upon your uh, you know your cluster display, and, and so on and so forth. But have Tesla fully integrated that? Um, I don't know. To be honest, that's a difficult one to know without yeah without using it. I don't know whether it is sort of all mm, because you see mm. a lot of the companies, you know, like Mercedes, they almost have like a singular display, don't they? With like it all on, mm. all, all on there, and that seems to be becoming a bit more um, common as well. Is that having this one big display that you know one corn little corner of it shows you the speed and everything else, but the rest of it is dedicated to everything else. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure with mm. Tesla to be honest whether they fully integrated it. it. It doesn't seem that way on the images. It seems to be very separate still, but I don't know. Mm. Oh, maybe that's not a bad thing if you're sat in the middle of the back seat watching yeah. the 70-inch screen while yeah, the car exactly, drives yeah. itself. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That. They no need, is <laughs> well, yeah, exactly that. There'll be nothing there at all. No steering yeah. wheel, no nothing eventually. Just a big 32-inch yeah. screen. You know. uh, it spreads across the entire but Speaking of a, you know, a, a Tesla rival, potentially, and Neo, you know, we love their interior mm-hmm. and 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 the infotainment system. There's not much to go on, really. I think it's a very basic entertainment system in terms of functionality. Obviously, they've got the AI stuff with the no me, um, the no me, <laughs> no me, the little cryptic AI <laughs> device in there. Um, but apart from that, really, I, yeah. I, I quite like that though. It's got, it gives it a bit of character, you know, with the smiley, the little smiley thing on the top of the dashboard and stuff like that. You know, almost your personal assistant in the car. No one's really, no one's really, really mm. done that. So yeah, I, I find Neo's attempt very interesting as well. And for it to, for them to be focusing more on voice as an infotainment system rather than a physical touch, is also a, a very interesting thing. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's very Chinese, isn't it? I suppose. Yeah, they like a the little cute avatar. Um, yeah. yeah, exactly. They love it, and I—I I, I mean, I wonder whether mm. it would translate over to here. I, no. I don't really see why it wouldn't. Uh, yeah, if it works well, as long as it's not know, if the experience you know, like is good. looking at you while you're driving. <laughs> it's like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stop looking at me. <laughs> Ringing Neo. <laughs> Do you think it frowns yeah. at you if you make a mistake <laughs> when you're speeding? It goes like red. <laughs> Fear it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Starts jumping up and down. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. 
<laughs> yeah, no, but uh, but no, Neo are definitely setting up for it. Tesla, uh, yeah. without a doubt, setting up for mm. it. You know, big big old screens. Um, and what one thing I thought was interesting uh, from from Tesla's perspective though is uh, that they have taken the time out to publicize the fact that you can watch mm. Netflix. Like, mm. why is that important? Yeah, uh, and and I think it says something about consumer yeah, I think behavior it's really at the moment. Is actually mm. it's. Mm. Yeah, it's important to us, and they've identified that because, you know, two years ago, would you ever see a car being advertised? Yeah. You'd have laughed at that, wouldn't you? <laughs> You'd have been like, "Oh, come on!" Yeah, yeah, you, yeah exactly. That. You'd have said, yeah. Oh, what use is that? You know, yeah, yeah. The kids can watch it, I guess. Uh, yeah, but it's still illegal. Do you remember, so, like, no, they I can't. As a kid, they used to have these. I mean, my dad fitted this little screen where the, uh, you know, where the. Um, yeah, no, no, the no. They're like in the front at the top where the um, I don't know, what, I don't know what you call that mirror now, like the reverse mirror where you look out the back window, the rear view mirror. There, it's a rear view. Mirror. <laughs> I just went blank there. Yeah, so the rear view mirror <laughs> above that, you could fit a screen in there, and you could like um, you could put DVDs in it and all sorts of stuff, and that was like seen as like, you know, you couldn't believe it as a kid. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm watching television. Cutting edge. Oh. <laughs> we've got a screen in the yeah, car exactly, yeah as opposed to the, the digital radio yeah, telling all your yeah. mates yeah like you know the car was filled with radio but, you know now we've moved on so much even in just you know i'm only 22 years old and it's just yeah it's crazy how much it's gone it's come on how, mm. how quickly we have progressed mm. worrying, especially where ai is and, and, and yeah and all oh. the, you know well it's ai really isn't it with the self-driving you know, AI just seems to be, it is. we've had it yeah. for a while, but now it's really picking up and yeah. Well, and, but we're catching up with it as well. And yeah. so what AI has done is it's enabled mm-hmm. all of those other Consumer behavior is catching up with, like people, people are comfortable with it. Yeah. I don't think people would be comfortable with self-driving. I'll be honest, yeah. I wouldn't be comfortable with self-driving and I would class myself as, you know, reasonably comfortable no. with those sort of things. But yeah, I wouldn't, mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be difficult, I think, at first. I think the problem for me as well is, mm-hmm. is because it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we've got to accept it uh, at at some point. I hope it doesn't happen too quickly. You know, um, because yeah. I I enjoy driving. You know, I, mm-hmm. I like it. There's a freedom to it mm-hmm. that it affords you, and you know, there's nothing better than being behind the wheel yep. in a nice car uh, mm-hmm. on some nice roads and just enjoying yourself. And I think you, it's not going to be the same. You know, if you tell Nomi mm-hmm. to, to take you somewhere, uh, and we've already been through this, it decides that it doesn't mm-hmm. want to take you there and it takes you somewhere else, uh, then not only are you frustrated that Nomi's mm-hmm. not listening, it doesn't know you, uh, but you also don't have that, uh, that experience, the same experience that you would have if you were you know, attached to the wheel of the car yeah. enjoying the drive. You know, and I'm worried that the next next generations coming beyond us, yeah, they're just not going to know mm-hmm. what it was like to drive a car. That's definitely going to be it, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean that's I mean that's that's a crazy thought, isn't it? So that that people are are not even going to be able to identify with with us when yep. we're talking when we're old, or mm-hmm. people perceive us as being super old, and they're like, yeah, oh, just shut up, yeah, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. so yesterday, come on. Yeah, <laughs> who drives now? It's such a waste yeah. of time, <laughs> you know. Uh, and that's 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 a real worry because yeah. there's a lot of fun in that, mm-hmm. a lot of mm-hmm. fun in driving. Um, 
but it's gone. You know, it's, it's going to be gone yeah. in, in no time at all. Uh, and, and without a doubt, then racetracks and specialist circuits and so on and so mm-hmm. forth, they will really come into their own uh, because there will still be people mm-hmm. who want to drive yeah. vehicles um, mm-hmm. outside of that arena. Yeah. I, I, and it'll be I, interesting I, as well. Yeah. I know we're going um, a bit off topic here, but you know, my mind's going with it. So, uh, you know, if you, if you sort of go to, yeah. so you own a Tesla and you want to go and it's fully self-driving, but you have like a steering wheel attachment or whatever, and then you can just go to a track and say, you know, and it will identify, it knows that you're on a track and you're not on a real road. And then you can just say, look, Tesla, I want to drive now. Okay, fine. You dr- Yeah, yeah, let me have it. <laughs> let me have control. <laughs> I don't want you have it. Yeah, so then you. <laughs> okay, yeah. but I don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Keep I can safe. react in Nord point Nord, 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 one second. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've tested your reactions; they're slow. <laughs> I've been reading you over the last three years. <laughs> You've been yeah. drinking a little more recently. <laughs> you may be impaired. <laughs> no, I haven't been drinking, Tesla. Let Leave me, me alone. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Please blow into my exhaust. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you don't have one. You're yeah, coming away from self-driving. So, you know, um, looking at the entertainment systems as well and how they're going to develop. Did you manage to, uh, you know, see look at any startups, you know, in the entertainment space and and that sort of stuff? Yeah. So there's there's the, not not no, no, as well as fine. <laughs> no. Uh, I, I had grand plans for this episode, but uh, I'm entirely relying upon you. Come on, Cal. What's, yeah, so what's happening? I found this, this re- really, really interesting company called Wayray, and they do augmented reality instrument clusters, which I found really oh, interesting. Really cool. Yeah, so they take up the dashboard essentially, and it just basically. Now I know this idea has been around for a while, and you see them on Amazon and eBay and stuff. We can just you know get a little holographic thing that all there. You know, show you your speed and stuff like that, but they're rubbish. Yeah, yeah but these guys rubbish. are tr- fully yeah. trying to do it. You know, with maps, directions, and um, you know, coloring the windscreen to like what direction you're going and stuff like that. Uh, it was, it's really cool actually, and it'll point. W- yeah, is, so is it an it active points, windscreen? Yeah, so it points out the warnings for you and all sorts. So like, it'll say like this person's crossing the road, that sort of stuff. This person's pulling out. It's really cool, really really cool. Yeah, so it's sort of like combining oh, wow. the AI stuff with. It almost feels like that progression to full autonomous like you know you'll have this sort of helping hand first which you know a lot of companies are doing now and they have been doing for years with sensors and everything else but you'll have this dashboard that sort mm-hmm. of is ai driven and it can show you like where the hazards are and and all that sort of stuff and it, it you know it could potentially have its benefits as well in you know driving lessons and, and things like that as well so yeah it's it's really interesting now it could to be honest it could just fall flat on its face and and you know people don't want it it doesn't i think it's cool would i want it i don't know depends how much it cost and costed and mm. everything else but yeah it well and how it easy it just, was yeah exactly it, was, it may just clog you know, your business rather than things. help you you know it may just hinder you with you know un- unnecessary things that you don't really want to know. yeah and, that, and you know but no I, and just little things like if it identifies a bird as a hazard or just stupid things like that you wouldn't even really be you know that bothered about it could potentially bring up things that you know you weren't potentially that bothered about but i thought it was interesting anyway 
you know how they were how they were doing it and it could even become a technology in its own you know as it develops and self-driving develops and you end up with more things on the windscreen rather than on a display i, I, I don't know so presumably it's non-invasive it'll be ve- yeah it is it sort of yeah it's it almost stays on the out peripheral. of your... Yeah, 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 yeah. But where I do see yeah. it very useful, and and you know, we're never, we're not really. I can't see us having self self riding motorcycles. It just that just seems your body has to be prepared for those movements and things. So it, that just would never make sense huh. in my opinion. So, um, you know, it, it's very interesting in the motorcycle space if they if they extend to there as well, because then you end up with that. It's almost like the, well, it's almost like. Um, Microsoft HoloLens, if anyone's aware of that, where it's all, all, augmented reality of your face, mm. um, and that really does enhance mm-hmm. you and and you know your ability to see hazards and things like that, and that's really important. In uh... well, as a motorbike rider myself, one thing that is a bit annoying, particularly if there's yeah. a lot going on around you, <clears throat> is then having to look down. Yeah, you know, maybe there's a speed mm-hmm. camera coming up or whatever else. And there's lots of things happening around you. So you've got lots of hazards, lots of potentials, lots of problems, lots of dangers. And then having to look down to see or to, to make sure that you're doing 30 or to you know check the dashboard for whatever reason, that's time where the, that your eyes are, mm-hmm. are off the road. And so if you had the augmented reality mm-hmm. in your visor, then you would not ever have to yeah. do that. And, and that is a major, major mm-hmm. Uh, benefit for for yeah. for motorcycles. Yeah, for sure. And as well, if they doubt. start adding like sensors onto the helmet and stuff like that, it can look behind you. It can warn you of things that are mm. behind. Yeah, that, that, there's a lot. There's a lot of that. I think there's actually more value for it on, in motorcycles than there are on on cars, in my opinion. But yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. What, yeah, what's the exactly, space? Yeah, Wayray. Yeah, they If anyone wants to go and look them up, they're, they're really cool. They're a Swiss company, I believe. Yeah. So very cool. Uh, okay. Well, that's yeah, exactly. Good There's another company called uh, Patio, so not Patio as in like you know they fit things in the garden. It's uh, Patio P A T E E O. They're a Chinese company. They make uh, <laughs> AR they very similar things, uh, AR HUD clusters, um, but they also do a lot more than that. They're almost more of a whole ecosystem thing. Now I'm not. I'm not. I don't believe they are a startup. They seem a bit more developed and they're in sort of the, the public eye a little bit more than, than Wayray are. But they, they seem to be doing a lot more of the whole infrastructure. So like in-vehicle payments, uh, AR, yeah, like I said, uh, HUD clusters. Uh, but they're also thinking about how people interact with these things as well. So they do a lot of like eye tracking and gesturing and that sort of stuff for um, Baidu. So, you know, Baidu's um, looking at doing that, that, self-driving car and stuff like that they're working with them as well um but what i also found interesting was that they almost feel like a competitor to google in a in a in a slight way and it's interesting that they've gone with baidu as well uh is that they're trying to integrate other data sources as well so they've shown this really interesting graphic on their website of a bit like what you were mentioning with the bmw iDrive a little bit but this guy was going to an airport and it was showing him that he like it's going to take you this long to get to the airport and your flight leaves in two hours. And it was like integrating it with his sort of other data sources that he'd got in his life um, and putting that into mm-hmm. the car and showing him now, uh, like, so it would be like self-driving you there and you need to leave at this time. You'll get there for this time. Um, your flight leaves here. And it was telling them the specific flight and everything else. So it's bringing all these data sources into one thing and into the car, which I found really interesting. 
and they were doing as well sort of like cyber security and you know we've spoke about that issue before of like over the air updates and and all that sort yeah. of stuff they're bringing that into it as well so they're doing like the whole ecosystem so that they're a really interesting company as well yeah i'm just looking at them now mm. they are very mm. interesting yeah for sure very interesting i and I think because that's yeah. all they do, you know, then they, there is a, a definite benefit to them. Because I, and I know that a lot of companies, well, traditionally and, and now, um, try to keep a lot of these things in-house and they try yeah. to keep them proprietary and you know, not really let you know anything about them. But there's a lot to be said for a company who's mm-hmm. just specializing sure. in one thing, uh, you know, mm-hmm. doing one thing really well. Uh, and it looks mm-hmm. like that's what they're trying, isn't it? They're trying to just do one one thing, yeah. and it's a cluster of things, obviously. Yeah, uh, one space really well, um, and yeah. that's hardware exactly. and software. Yeah, yeah one space yeah. exactly. Yeah, uh, very interesting. I'd like to have a little yeah. play with that system. Yeah. It looks very cool. <laughs> I got a little a little well, a piece of hardware actually that um, connects up all of those things yeah. to it. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. It's an NXP board. Are you looking at the same graphic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks yeah, like it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, the, mm. get the geeky side out. Yeah, we'll have to. Absolutely, yeah. No, we're, we're trying not to be too geeky on this. So, uh, but yeah. So, <laughs> so the last company stay, that stay away I from looked at uh, was a company called Exona Space Systems. Yeah. Now, they're doing stuff around... <laughs> Where do they come up with these things? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> But yeah, they um, they do. Okay. Now I don't I don't know how successful they're they're going to be, but the idea is is very cool. So they've done a so you know like the Starlinks that Elon Musk's put up into space. So they've done like these orbiting yeah satellites that uh, essentially pass the internet to more areas of the Earth and and you know gives better coverage for for the internet. Now these guys are trying to do the same for autonomous driving. Now I don't know whether Elon's going to try and do the same. It doesn't seem like that from the, from Tesla's approach. But these guys are thinking about doing it. So you know your car would be a would essentially be driven by these satellites and it, it's really really accurate low latency uh, navigation from space. So so I mean mm. you may not know the answer to this one. What happens when you go under a yeah, tunnel? I've, I've always been intrigued by that. I don't know. But that's the sort of thing. It's like it's like GPS speed systems, isn't it? Like They're really accurate, more accurate than a speedometer can be in your car at the moment. But they just mm. die when you go <laughs> under a tunnel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One minute you're doing 30, <laughs> yeah. the next minute you're doing zero, even yeah. though you're still so, yeah, traveling. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how they're, how they're managing that. Unless it's the, the okay. type of... Um, I don't know if there is a type of wave that can go through, not that would, wouldn't harm people. Well, I mean, all of these things have a uh, yeah, a, you know, a limit, and if you're if you're under a fairly thin mm. tunnel, it's going to be near impossible. Mm. I would have thought, unless they have repeaters. Uh, I, I could be wrong. It's a big yeah, infrastructure. I, I, I don't think I am. Yeah, unless there's a repeater. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, a massive infrastructure. Other... Yeah. yeah, it feels like a. Yeah, you know, you're trying to build, well, oh, well, unless you can piggyback onto something else that, you know, you already, like, I don't know, Wi-Fi routers or I don't know. I don't know what's... what's... Well, maybe yeah, even into exactly, the 5G yeah. system, you know, that's that's being developed. You know, if, if this yeah. Zona or Exona um, are able to sort of plug down into the 5G system so that 
know, whenever there is line of sight, they'll 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 take it from there. And then when there's not, it just automatically hooks onto mm-hmm. the five G system yeah. and off you go again. Yeah. Um, I suppose that provides a bit of redundancy as well to the five G system. Then mm-hmm. it doesn't put too much pressure on it. Uh, on the yeah. infrastructure for 5G, except where there's there's mm-hmm. tunnels, caves, mm-hmm. whatever that you're going through. Hmm, that's that's really interesting. So they're not actually producing a uh, an entertainment no, system a, as yeah, such. More of a, it was just an interesting startup, to be honest. I was going more down the route of like, you know, when I was thinking about this podcast, was user experience and how that all this is going to come into effect, mm. um, affect you. And yeah, this was an mm. interesting startup that you know could have well, will will potentially affect your user experience. Yeah, well, we're, and and potentially yeah, in a exactly, very yes. positive way. And they way. could also provide, you know, internet internet connection and everything else. I, I don't know what their vision is, but you know, they're going to do the same thing as Starlink. Well, they, I mean, they're saying, yeah, they're saying encrypted yeah. data, um, precision corrections, stronger signals, faster convergence. So, so yeah, I mean, there's mm-hmm. no reason why it couldn't be, mm-hmm. as long as it's two way. You you it could certainly be a, a, a platform for yeah, for but it, it does connection. almost feel like a bit like. Um, not the dot com bubble, but there's a lot of there's a lot of these companies spinning up at the minute, doing some really cool things. Mm. Um, it's just a watch this space, you know. Cream rises to the top, and and you know there there will be what what is left. But it's really exciting to see these guys pushing each other and and all these different things that are coming out of the automotive industry. Well, that's the thing, yeah. Trying to exactly, look at them yeah. differently, you know, yeah. from a, from a different angle, um, and that's really cool. And these guys are great. Uh, yeah, a great company to follow, I think, you know, just yeah. to see how they get on. So uh, I think, I think in the future, mm-hmm. let's let's look out for these guys and see see if we can sort of give give some periodic updates yeah. now and again as to how they're getting on. Perhaps have someone from there on the podcast. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, if they speak English, I'm not sure. Where, where are they from? Let's, have a, let's see if we can contact them. Oh, oh well, right. they're California. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I didn't, I didn't see that coming, actually. I thought they were going to be Far Eastern <laughs> for some reason. I don't know why. It's just the name, uh, Zona. Anyway, okay. Yep. So so that's all of that. Was there anything um, else to add? Not really, just how excited we, well, I am, of uh, you know the future of entertainment and, and everything else. It seems like some something that is going to change quite a lot in the next few years. And, we'll, we'll, you, know, you know, it's just a watch this space sort of thing. Mm. Well, and we've said this before, but people's purchasing mm-hmm. decisions eventually are going to come down to mm-hmm. the infotainment system. Yeah. Let's face it. And that's not necessarily because it's got Netflix, but just because it's of very how point, easy it yeah. is to use, how useful it is mm-hmm. to them in their lives, you know, and how, how, they, mm-hmm. how they can harness that. Uh, when you're not driving, the, it, well, yeah. what do you care? But, what, yeah, what do you care? Why would you care? You know, okay, if you you know yeah. if you care about materialistic things or you like like nice cars and things like that, you'll care about the looks and everything else. But if you don't, what's the what's the next best thing? Well, I want a comfy. I want a car with comfy seats mm. and a good infotainment system. Mm-hmm. That's it. Exactly that. Something that's going to look after me while I'm there. I can mm-hmm. order my shopping online. I can talk to it. It knows what mm-hmm. I'm doing, what I'm doing, and where I'm going. So, I genuinely, I think I think that uh, infotainment systems will become a big purchasing yep. uh, habit uh, in yep. the next ten to fifteen mm-hmm. years for sure, uh, and yep. certainly by 2030. I, th- I think there's going to be a, 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 a re- an absolute breakout of really high quality mm-hmm. infotainment yep. systems. Yep. Thank the Lord, because let's face it, it'll be terrible to that. <laughs> as a fact. Uh, but uh, actually, as, as a separate snippet then, uh, 
and we're talking lockdown here because I said I said that I would mm. I would talk about it just for a second. Uh, for those of you who have been living under a rock, uh, Boris Johnson has today said that uh, there's a very clear roadmap now for the release of lockdown. Uh, 8th of March being the first, the first of those uh, you, mm-hmm. you know, children can go back to school and every five weeks he's going to review those steps and, and open it up, up a little bit more from there. Uh, but what I wanted to ask you, Callan, was what is... So on the mm-hmm. 12th of June, I think it is, or July, mm-hmm. yeah, June, isn't it? 12th of June, when, uh, when you are legally allowed to, uh, to do pretty <laughs> much whatever you want again yeah. because uh, <laughs> they're changing the rules or well, moving them back to where they were, what is the first thing you're going to do? Uh, hmm. I, I, and I talk, I talk about you being mostly affected by yeah. it, more so than I have, because I've been able to yeah. get out and about and do things, but you've been Since pretty March, much in yeah. for 12 March, months. Last year, so uh, yeah. I think I'll go to a restaurant, you know. I think that's the first thing I'd do, yeah. A restaurant. Just eat out, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. enjoy that. It's weird, actually. I think it's just maintaining that, the old routine. Like I used to just go, like we used to go to Asda, mm-hmm. like just for like. So we do our shopping on a daily basis. So we just go to Asda for the daily shop, and like it's just that stuff. I think you miss. Yeah. So it probably probably be go to Asda, which is really, which is a really bad <laughs> first thing to do. But uh, a nice thing to do would be to go to a restaurant. I think for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Michelin no, star. Prezzo, or probably. That's the only decent one where I live. So yeah. Prezzo. <laughs> I'm really <laughs> if it's still there fair enough actually I've, I've only just moved so I've no idea <laughs> what would you do my, my way uh, but well I can't wait to find out uh what you know what uh today so so today I was emailed uh some some deals uh to go to Bangkok uh <laughs> business class how good that is <laughs> is that good it is yeah sensational i mean it's like two grand cheaper wow. than you'd expect us to, to pay ordinarily yeah yeah yeah. a, a thousand pounds business class and that was with the the lufthansa oh, right. or airlines swiss well. yeah. airlines good airlines yeah absolutely and i was just sat there <laughs> salivating at the thought of it uh truly salivating and i thought ah oh, God, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish. And then a few hours later, Boris was saying, oh, well, you know, we're going to do this. And I was thinking, oh, <laughs> maybe I can. Maybe I can. So, so uh, I, yeah, for the price of what a normal yeah. ticket would normally be to go to mm. Bangkok, a half-decent ticket, you'd get to go business class, fully live, yeah. flat and all that sort of jazz to, to Bangkok for a week, 10 days, whatever. Uh, and that. Uh, yeah, well, right. it was it was pretty much the right. whole year. They've got a sale on, so um, as long as you're choose, you, know, yeah. you, you pick wisely, uh, you can you can pretty much get any month going up? forward uh, until February. Have you signed next up year. to Joe's Flight Club? I think it is right. Jack's Flight Club. It's Jack's Flight Club. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Joe, Jack, yeah. whoever. Jack's Flight Club. Is that what you saw? It? <laughs> yes. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah it's really good. It was on Jack's Flight Club. Uh, yeah. 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 It's brilliant, yeah. I'm yeah, too I'm cheap to pay for it. Uh, sorry, Jack. Um, I might pay for it one day when I can actually start flying again. Um, because he had some flights to Cuba, I think it was for about 400 quid, which is, yeah, really good. Um, but £1,000 Bangkok, let me, <laughs> let me have it, because I could not be happier 
to get out of yeah. lockdown and head over to Bangkok for 10 days. Man. Fingers crossed. What a treat. Absolutely. Yep. So that's that, I think. Uh, let's yep. call it uh, at that. Uh, as always, please like, subscribe, add, share. Give us some feedback, please. I know that we do ramble sometimes. Tell us if we ramble. Yeah. Tell us if you like our rambling. Uh, <laughs> even better. I like our rambling. <laughs> uh, I like yeah. our rambling. It's all right, isn't it? It's not too bad. Uh, you know, we, we generally make some sense, and uh, hopefully it fills a bit of time. Yeah, but let us know. Uh, let us know. <laughs> if nothing else. Yeah, let us know, please. And if you want to come on to the show, please also let us know, because we would, we're, we're, we're looking at shortlisting characters now to get onto the show. Uh, so if you have something good to say or interesting that you're doing, if you have a product that you're developing or otherwise, come talk to us, because we absolutely want to get as many people on here as we can yeah. out there talking. Okay, yes, brilliant. Thank you, well, Christian. thank you very much, Callan. Take it easy. Cheers. Take it easy, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye.